Hello, I'm Jen Taylor, host of the Design Your Wedding Business Podcast. I am letting you know that I have created a great quiz that will help you figure out which of the eight CEOs you need to be working on and the tasks that would benefit you the most. I hope you hop down to the show notes, click the link and take the quiz. I promise it's a quick two minute quiz. And I can't wait to see what your feedback is. Thank you. Hey, I'm Jen Taylor, and you're listening to Design Your Wedding Business. As a wedding business coach, I've made it my mission to help creative entrepreneurs build streamlined workflows, processes, and procedures so they can grow their business and spend time on what they love the most, their craft, their family, and their lives. I understand how you feel, and I know it may not be fun to put in the work to build a well-oiled machine, but luckily for you, that's what I love to do. On this podcast, I'm teaching you how to take the stress and chaos out of your business, remove the guesswork, and discover a clear, profitable path to sustainable growth. Let's get started. Hello, welcome to the Design Your Wedding Business podcast. I'm Jen Taylor, your host money matters. That's why financials are one of the most critical areas for entrepreneurs to manage. As the CFO, the chief financial officer of your business, you must know how much money is coming in, going out at any given time. Under this CEO, so under the strategic person, your finances is legal, tax, and insurance. Why? Because it's all related to money. And as my insurance broker used to say, it's all about covering your assets. With the finance, the growth of this person. So the growth is the strategic area, you know, the CFO, the finances, all of that. We're going to talk about this the entire month. I've got a great interview coming up with my bookkeeper, and we're going to talk about profit first. But I kind of want to just start touching on some things that I do and I did when I was a wedding planner to track what was going on. But first, And we'll actually get to that in the next episode of what I tracked and how I tracked it and how I still track sales. But this one, I really want to talk about financial reporting because people get, and I'm myself included, always look at the financial reports and go, what am I supposed to be doing with this? I know I'm supposed to be looking at it. I know I'm supposed to understand it, but I have no freaking clue. So let's talk about it. What is a profit and loss? What is a balance statement? A profit and loss statement, also known as an income statement or a P&L statement, is the financial report that shows a business net income by subtracting total costs and expenses from total income and revenue. A profit and loss statement summarizes the revenue, costs, and expenses occurred during a certain period of time. A P&L statement provides information about whether a company can generate profit by increasing revenue, reducing costs, or both. So when you're looking at a profit and loss, you're looking at, okay, here's for the month of, like right now, my bookkeepers are probably finishing up August. So when I see that, I'm going to look and say, okay, what did I bring in? And it's going to show me on that report. It will show me what's going out. And did I generate a profit or did I generate a loss? And that's pretty much it. It's very high level. It doesn't dig into all 
the minutia of under each expense. So under each expense, there's a category and there may be multiple subcategories within that expense. So let's just say utilities. Utilities would be internet, your phone, if you have to pay electricity, if you have to pay gas, things like that. Things that are there for your car. I know a lot of people, a lot of us as wedding professionals used our car a lot. So that would be what's under, you know, car would be gas, maintenance, mileage, things like that. So you're going to say, okay, here's everything that came in. And it could be multiple streams of revenue coming in for your business. If you're a florist or a DJ or a, you know, a wedding planner, you could have things like rentals. That's a stream of income along with the actual income of the service you're providing. So for florists, your expenses, you'd also have floral. And so is there subcategories under that? So when you look at your profit and loss, really sit down. If you do have a bookkeeper, if you don't sit down with that bookkeeper and say, you know, can I streamline this more or are we good with what I'm categorizing? I know when I was doing it on my own, I was really getting into the minutia where when my bookkeeper came in, she kind of streamlined me a little more on what was a reasonable expense and where should it have gone. So that's a profit and loss, an income statement. Your balance sheet is a financial statement that reports a company's assets, liabilities, and shareholder equity. The balance sheet is one of the three core financial statements that are used to evaluate a business. It provides a snapshot of a company's finances, what it owns, and what it owes at the date of publication again, on a monthly basis. The balance sheet gives you a snapshot of your company's financial position at any given point. Along with the income statement and a cash flow statement, a balance sheet can help a business owner evaluate their company's financial standings. So it goes through what liabilities do you have? Do you have a car payment, desks, computers, sometimes phones? What are things that are being depreciated through? And so your balance sheet is going to show Okay, here's the assets you have, and then here's what the depreciation factor is along the way of that. There are still assets, you can still sell them, but they also are depreciating and eventually, so you'll see both sides of that. Again, a bookkeeper will help you immensely with all of this. And as I said, I have my own bookkeeper coming in and we're going to focus on profit first, but sit down with a bookkeeper if you don't have one and start using one. That's the first thing I outsourced when I had the money to do that because I did not want to do that in my business. I wanted to be outside of that because it was very much a stressful situation for me with that. So as I said, the CFO is also in charge of legal and business structures, contracts, your bookkeeper, your tax, your insurance, your retirement accounts, all these things come into this CFO. So legal business structure and contracts. Are you an LLC? Are you a sole proprietor? I would always suggest going to an LLC route. A sole proprietor, you as a person are liable for things that go on in your business. If you're an LLC, it is the corporation. It is a shareholder, which could be you. I'm a LLC, but as a sole proprietor or, you know, as a sole person, I don't have another person in my business that needs to make decisions. As an LLC, it's just me. Your contracts. So this is a great place. Episode 24 coming up. I'm going to be talking to a great wedding planner slash attorney. She was an attorney. Now she's a wedding planner. She still has some legal background in her business. So she does have 
something you'll hear all about it in episode 24, but this is kind of a primer for you. Your contracts should include who, what, when, where, and possibly how. So the who is, who is doing it? It's your company, but is there somebody within your company that is doing that event? So you'd want to list out, yes, it's going to be tailored events, but it will be Jen Taylor doing it. It could also be one of other, I would list out which one of my planners was going to be doing that event. What, what are you doing? What package, what are you, you know, this is the proposal. This is the service you're providing is the what. Could also be products. What are you providing? When, when is it? Is there a date? Is there a time? A date is the day of the wedding. Is there a time that you need to be there? You may not know the time or you may want to put that in there. You may say, or it's a length of time. Maybe it's the DJ and they've chosen in the what part is the eight hour package. Okay, so then you're going to still say on this date for eight hours. And you may have an end date in mind, you know, an end time in mind. Where? Where is this going to be located? Where are you going? And that is a great thing to put in there in the the contract is like, this is where I'm going. And it also then confirms with the couple or the client, this is what's going on. So that's kind of the high level. As I said, listen to episode 24 coming up. It will be great. We're going to dig into more into contracts in there. And also the contracts for your employees or your contractors. This is, again, is still the same who, what, when, where, and possibly how for both internal, your employees, if you have them, and then also for contractors. And, you know, this is a part where, as again, I'm not an attorney. I'm not anything to do. I have no legal background. But when you are working with contractors, if you are telling them, what to do, when to do it, and how to do it, they're actually an employee. So be careful because a contractor usually has their own equipment, their own things. They do their own, you know, they have their own thing. So just be careful. Look into your state's version of what a contractor is when you bring on a contractor to do something. So the next part of growth slash financials is bookkeeper and tax. And as I said earlier, the first thing I outsourced was my bookkeeping. I was not fond. I'm still not fond of money. Even though I was an inventory accountant, it was not about money. It was about things. So listen to episode 23 coming up when I talk to my own bookkeeper. It's great to have somebody who is doing this for you, can give you some guidance if you need to, things like that. Insurance. Insurance is two. We have two different options. Everybody should have liability insurance. If you're just starting out, get it. I know a lot of us as wedding professionals, at least wedding planners, that was one of the last things we get. It should be one of the first things because it will save, it will cover your assets as my insurance broker says. So what is liability insurance? Liability insurance helps cover medical and legal fees if you're held legally responsible for someone else's injury or damage to someone else's property. And some properties require it. Some properties where I used to work on Maui, they would say I would need $2 million worth of liability insurance. So I had to make sure when I had my liability insurance for my wedding planning company, I had at least $2 million. The second one, and this is up for debate. I think we should have it, but 
not a lot of people do because it is an extra expense. It is error in emissions and E&O insurance. E&O is any kind of specialized liability protection against loss that is not covered by our traditional liability insurance. It protects you and your business from claims if a client sues you for negligent acts, errors and emissions committed during business activities that resulted in a financial loss, or in our cases for weddings, emotional loss. So when I taught wedding planning, I had an attorney come to us and talk to us about this. It brings it home when she talks about errors and emissions. So let's just say you're a florist and you are talking to a client and she said red roses, but for some reason you just heard white and you put white down on the form. You go to the wedding and you bring white roses. Well, she really wanted red. That's where your errors and emissions insurance can step in and you have the damages. I don't know. It can help you with that. It is something as planners, unless you're offering more rentals or things like that, it's something to think about, but everything's already in our contract and everything should be in the contract or in a proposal that lists out everything. And both people should be reading that and signing that. So keeps everybody honest and everybody on the same page of what's going on for that event. Another thing under growth slash CFO in your business is retirement accounts. We're going to retire at some point. We're not going to be doing this for the rest of our lives, at least you know, I'm 51 and I can't. It is hard to do it on a every weekend basis. So what are the retirement accounts? There's a SEPA account, S-E-P as in Paul A. It is a type of insurance that is set up by a self-employed person. Or there's a Roth IRA. You can contribute money. And I'll talk about this one and the difference between the two. With a Roth IRA, you contribute post-tax money. Contributions do not offer any upfront tax breaks. Instead, withdrawals are tax-free in retirement. Uh, a SIPO is set up by an employer as well as self-employed person and permits the employer, yourself, to make contributions to the account of the eligible employee, which would be you. So you're putting the money in, but you're not getting the benefits until you take it out as in tax-free. So those are the kind of things when you start thinking about your growth, CFO, strategic area of your business is really going through and saying, okay, I've got a bookkeeper. I have an insurance broker. I have a financial person that create my retirement accounts in. I'm set up correctly. I'm looking through my reports. I know what's going on. And having that there is a great way to get started on the CFO of your business. And I'll see you all next week. I hope you enjoyed today's episode of Design Your Wedding Business. If you love what you're learning each week, please let me know by leaving a rating and a review. And while you're there, don't forget to follow the show so you don't miss out on any new episodes. As always, you can head over to my website, jentaylorconsulting.com, to check out all the links and resources from this episode in the show notes. I'll talk to you all next week. Bye.